Hi, everybody. This is Crypto Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. And guess what? Another project from the Cosmos ecosystem. This one is all about privacy and it's all about DeFi. Hello and welcome to the Crypto Rich podcast. This audio podcast is derived from content from the Crypto Rich video channels and may contain references to graphics and images. For the full Crypto Rich video experience, please see the links in the show notes. The information presented in this podcast is provided for educational, informational and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal, financial, investment, trading or any other advice. All of the information presented is general in nature and is not specific to you or anyone else. Do not make any decision, legal, financial, investment, trading or otherwise, based on any of the information presented in this podcast without first consulting a licensed professional. You understand that you use or rely on any and all information provided in this podcast at your own risk. Hey Eric, thank you so much for making yourself available. Ah, thank you so much for having me on the show. You are so welcome. You are one of the team at secretswap.io. Uh, secretswap.net now. We recently had a migration of domains. Okay, secretswap.net. That's useful to know. And I'll have the links in the description below. And what is it you do at SecretSwap? And then what is SecretSwap? And we'll get into it. Uh, awesome. So um, what I do, my roles really is I got voted in as a CFI executive as, after I was part of the SecretSwap committee. So basically we had gone to the... Um, we had gone to the committee pool and be like, hey, if you guys fund us, we'll help take care of Secret Swap, work on partnerships. We got it listed on ApeSwap, um, just kind of overseeing maintenance and whatnot. But then we got voted in as CFI executives to work alongside Tor from the Secret Foundation and Guy and Itzik from Secret Labs. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my partner, Ethan, uh, really, we, we started this five-man kind of super team to work on what are the next stages, what's possible for an AMM, where can we go? And we came up with some cool stuff. But um, in short, what Secret Swap is is an AMM, Automated Market Maker, Decentralized Exchange, that's built on Secret Network, which is the only private smart contract platform in all of crypto. (laughs) So of the 100 plus smart contract platforms, the only one with computationally private smart contracts, which means that by default, our AMM is front running resistant. So there's no minor attracted value, but it also enables a lot of cool things. Our our DAO governance. Hold on, hold on. This is the problem with you crypto currency team members or whatever, right? You're so passionate about what you do because it is a labor of love. It has a very bright future and it's very exciting, right? So I want to say a few things about what you said. So one is I interviewed Tor in 2018. I hold SCRT and I'm staking it and I got airdrop shade a few weeks ago So and I'm now buying a little bit more shade and I'm using Secret Swap to do that uh, as well as there's another one as well, but I'm using Secret Swap as well, right? Um, and Secret is a fully decentralized secrecy cryptocurrency on the part of the cosmos ecosystem and secret swap is an automated market maker using secrets privacy protocol is that right kind of of. (laughs) Uh, the the privacy aspect of secret network can get really confusing because we're so different from every other privacy project I know you're somewhat affiliated with uh, Pirate Chain. Um, I would work with a lot of people that work heavily on Monero. And most of these private um, privacy coins in crypto focus on transactional privacy, where if I want to send you 20 bucks, nobody's going to know how much I sent money to and who I sent it to. But the secret coin itself is actually just as public as Ethereum or Bitcoin. 
but only the smart contracts on it are private. So instead of like Monero being a private version of Bitcoin, Secret Network is like a private version of Ethereum, where the token itself is public and everyone can track the transactions, but all of the smart contract interactions are private. So if you're trading, I mean, people can deduce some things, but if you take out a loan, people don't know all the terms of your loan and who took it out. If you buy an NFT, people don't know who it went to. Whereas like Mark Cuban docks his address by buying an NFT and now everybody's like looking into everyone he interacts with. Like that's, that's the future of where all crypto is going, except for Secret Network. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. And then also, I had Carter from Secret Swap on my on, from Secret Network on my channel a few weeks ago, and we were talking about Shade Protocol as well. Now, you said that Secret Swap Secret is the only smart contract with privacy. Only there is Dero as well. Are you familiar with Dero? Uh, they're working on it. Oh, they don't have smart contract functionality yet. Uh, it's to my knowledge, it's still in very early stages. Right. We've had we've had mainnet smart contracts that are private by default for close to two years now. Okay. And so I, I know Daryl's working on it. A lot of people are working on it. Uh, Rose or Oasis is working on it, um, but they've been working on it for a long time. We'll, we'll see. Okay, but you have it. All right. And then how I think Secret Network works with its privacy, right, is so you've got the, the platform and then you've got these boxes. And you do the smart contract inside this box. It's like, I forget the name, right? <laughs> You're 100% right. Um, it's called Trusted Enclaves or TEEs. Yes, yes. Yeah, trust, trusted oh, Enclave environment. environments. And then you do, the, you do the transactions inside. So nobody knows you, what your DeFi transactions are. And you said CFI, which is secret finance. Okay. Now, why would anybody want to – this is a silly question because I think I know the answer, right? But why would anybody want to use CFI versus DeFi? Yeah, so – People don't realize how public all their information is in crypto. They hear the word crypto and they're like, oh, cool. It's like dark web money. Like people are never going to find this out. Realistically, Bitcoin and all of these cryptocurrencies are the most public form of money that has ever existed. Mm -hmm. And all of your interactions on DeFi are completely traceable. Everything you do, every NFT you buy, everything you create, every time you move money back and forth and whatnot. Really, the only way to make it somewhat private is to send it to centralized exchanges which then give all your records over to the government directly anyways. So, I mean, the IRS is already actively tracking tons of Bitcoin and Ethereum addresses, and they're working on adding more chains. Um, whereas with secret finance, you can kind of get your privacy back. It's fully, um, it, it's not money laundering. It's actually fully, um, like, not transparent, but you can share the data you need to with authorities so that it's come, um, it's, Permissioned. I, I, I yeah, there you go. And I can share it with whom I want to, right? But I Exactly. It could never occur to me before, um, and, and it should have done because I'm I'm one of the crew at Pirate Chain, right? But we've never had public money because even if I have a gold sovereign, I put it in my pocket, I come over to see you, I give you the gold sovereign, you say thank you very much, and nobody knows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, people people say that Bitcoin transactions are nefarious. Right now, it's estimated about zero point seven percent of Bitcoin transactions are for um, criminal activity. Which and is that's probably lower percentage than fiat transactions. Cash is estimated to be about 5%. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think that might be a low estimate for cash and a high estimate for Bitcoin. But yeah. um, we're, we're seeing that disparity grow further and further as more Bitcoins tracked, as governments are shutting down certain, like, oh, you donated to the trucker campaign. We're going to shut down your Bitcoin addresses. Like, people are realizing, oh, this actually isn't very good for illegal activity. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, Secret Network's fully compliant because we can share the information you want to with who you want to. So if the IRS comes knocking, you can give them a viewing key, which will show your interactions and be fully regulatorily compliant. Whereas if they knock on your door in Ethereum, 
They get your address. They don't even knock next year. They've already tracked everything you've ever done. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. So then secret swap is an automated market maker like Uniswap, like Osmo Osmodex. And it are all the transactions on it private? How does it work? Not exactly. So it's definitely more private than a regular DEX and takes a bit more work to figure out. But it would be a miss to say it's actually private trading. Um, it's true that you can't see the mempool ahead of time. And so there, uh, nobody can figure out what transaction you're going to do before you do it. But after you do it, uh, people could deduce based on who interacted with what contract at what time and how the pools changed in size afterwards. Okay. They could kind of like, so it, it's pretty private, but it's not fully private. Okay, so what I got to do, I know I, I take my secret, I wrap it, which which is kind of like you know, like I put it in a box that allows it to move about on the on the smart contract for a secret swap, and then I can transact with other assets that are also wrapped. So my secret becomes S secret, and then I can exchange it for shade. By the way, it isn't S shade? It's already integrated. Right. But I could uh, transact with S Atom, Secret Atom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the way a good analogy for the way the wrapping works is, um, I, I'm an old table games dealer. But if you go to a blackjack table and you give them ten bucks, they'll give you ten dollars worth of casino chips. That's right. pretty much how wrapping works. Where you know that those ten dollars of chips you could trade back in for your original ten dollars, like it, um, and that's provable and auditable, unlike in a casino. But it, then you could take those casino chips and you can interact with all the different games. So the SCRT, or secret secret, as we call it, um, is literally just a same token representation of um, as any of the other SNP20s are. Same with uh, ERC20s. You have wrapped Ethereum, exact same concept, um, only since ours, are, uh, since ours are smart contracts on a private computation network, now our transactions for these tokens are actually private. Right. So basically, I mean, it's not technically as private as Monero, but it kind of is. And that's just a byproduct of what Secret Network creates. Right. Okay. And it's not as private because people can, when they move out of it, unless they're moving into Monero, then their transactions can be worked out. Uh, right. And because you can see what contracts different wallets interact with. So while you can't see what takes place in the contract, like I can't see how much money I sent or who I sent it to or whatnot. I mean, I could program any ability to view, view my own, but nobody else could. People could still see that this wallet interacted with this contract at this time. And that wouldn't be a thing elsewhere. Right. Okay. Now, the assets that you have, because it's IBC enabled, so you mm -hmm. can have a lot of the uh, Cosmos ecosystem assets, and I imagine more and more increasing in number. Yes. Yes. Now, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what do you got coming down the line in terms of the Cosmos assets? And then we can talk about non-Cosmos assets. Uh, I can't drop too much alpha on the show, um, but we have a way of... We have a way of being able to liquidate staked assets. You're staking Adam. You've got a 21 day lockup period. You could sell it right away. You could buy it right away. That's that's live currently. No, um, that's being built. That will be in the new overhaul that we're working on. The next iteration of Secret Swap is going to be far more user friendly. It was kind of built as a template because they want uh, Secret Labs Enigma at the time wanted something to be built, and so they built it out. They get, didn't airdrop, they didn't raise any funds for it, but it also wasn't profitable for them to operate Secret Swap. So they went and moved on to other projects, and it was kind of left without a core team. And so that's where me and Ethan picked up, got them back interested because we showed them what could be done, and now we're building that out. And it's a, uh, <laughs> it will be pretty game changing as far as DeFi goes. We've we've broken a couple of unicorns that have. Um, been difficult for a lot of developers in the past. 
okay, we'll be. So so how it is now, so my atom that I've got state, if I want to um, make them liquid, I have to um, undelegate them, and it takes 21 days before I can move them about. But you're saying there's going to be a system in place with secret swap that I don't have to wait 21 days. That's correct. Oh, wow. Oh, I like that. When's that coming? Uh, hopefully in just a couple months, but definitely this year. Very good. Very good. Okay. All right. So those are the Cosmos assets and you don't have all of them. We are def. It'll be in our best interest to add more. So we're working on it. Okay. All right. And then the ones that you do have are the ones with the larger liquidity. Is that correct? Um, we added a couple that we spun initial relayers up for. So, I mean, I'm personally running relayers for three of them. So right now we've got uh, Luna, Osmo, Cosmo, or the Atom token and DVPN kind of ones that we felt were somewhat partners that were working uh, in similar fashions, but it was just kind of to show that we could. Uh, we haven't actually gotten that much liquidity. I mean, the price of CFI is like the market cap of CFI is very, very low. And that is the token for the AMM, which means that since the, um, since the price is low, the APR show up is low, whereas the valuation of Osmo is incredibly high. So they can afford all these very high APRs everywhere. Really it's entirely correlated to the price of the token. Um, so it makes more sense that all the liquidity is focused over there. But if we're able to make it more profitable, which I strongly believe we will, we expect to get a lot more liquidity from other Cosmos ecosystems in the future. We're not trying to directly compete with um, Osmosis, but we're also going to be the ones that can allow for staked asset trading and no one else can. So. Yep. Okay. All right. And, then, and I think there is a big part for privacy-focused cryptocurrencies as governments get more and more authoritarian mm -hmm. and as fiat currencies crumble away and the Governments and the banks are, wait a minute, wait a minute, we don't want to lose our control. And then they come down with more regulation, more authoritarianism, that there's greater scope for privacy cryptocurrencies, including Monero, because it is possible to take Monero and wrap it and transact with it in secret swap, which is quite something. Yeah, so that's actually a, a pretty big development. Max Coda, an, an old... Um, Big Monero developer built out a decentralized bridge that's actually a private bridge. So on one end, you have Monero, and on the other end, you have Secret Monero, which again is a private uh, private preserving version of it. So it's actually private on both sides, and you can't actually uh, catch the transaction going through. So if you buy Monero privately, you could send it over and um, get involved in DeFi. Sienna's coming out with a lending platform soon. We're building out more and more stuff where you can just use Secret Monero. You can buy NFTs with Secret Monero. And then you can cash back out and go back across that bridge and maintain privacy the entire while. Whereas our other bridges, Binance Smart Chain, Ethereum, uh, Shinobi Protocols coming out with a Bitcoin Direct bridge. But all of those are only private on our side, which means that as you go back and forth across the bridge, like you have to make sure you kind of structure transactions if you're trying to regain your privacy. Right. Okay. Now, what's this about the, the bridge is actually decentralized? Because my understanding is that the challenge with bridges is that they involve centralized in some way, right? There's like sort of a scrow service because you've got to lock the incoming cryptos somewhere mm -hmm. and that's a centralized process. So how can it be decentralized? How does that work? So he actually hosted it on I2P, which is a an internet alternative that he helps build out. Um, uh, it's Invisible Internet Protocol, I believe it's called. And so yeah, <laughs> dude, the dude's absolutely brilliant and really <laughs> values his privacy. So it's built out on this. He runs dedicated nodes to supporting this. You actually have to use your email to process it to make it more automated. So it is not a very simple user experience. I actually made a tutorial on it. It's more difficult to use than most bridges, but it's also the first of its kind that's fully private on both sides. And so you have to set it up. Um, when you put in like what you want to go, it'll it'll 
auto prompt a code, you have to email that code and it will trigger a bot on the other end to mint the new tokens and send it to your address. So it, it is an, a big automated process. It's just a bit clunky. Right. Wow. 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 Okay. But people who are really, really serious about their privacy would be willing to do that. Right? Exactly. And and over time, it'll get easier. And so what Max said directly is like, don't compare it to other bridges where you get your money through in like five minutes and it's super easy. Instead, compare it to the banking system where a wire transfer will take like one to three days. And this one, I think for a while, it's taking like eight hours. Now it's down to taking only about 30 minutes to an hour. But it's like, it's still way faster than a wire transfer and you keep all of your privacy. So we're not trying to fight with other bridges. I mean, anybody can make a public bridge. That's not difficult. They're all public and centralized. Of course, they're fast and spiffy. But this is literally a first of its kind. Wow. Okay. So then I could take my Monero, port it over, wrap it through the bridge. So it's SSXMR. And then I can put it in liquidity pools. Yep. Or you could trade it for anything else. You could trade it for secret dollars. Well, I'm a bit interested in getting more Monero this way, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, uh, okay. So I could put it in a secret, in a S secret, SXMR liquidity pool and earn the fees that way for extra Monero that way. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, if people want to know about what assets are available, information on liquidity pools, prices, is there anything like that available on SecretSwap? Uh, yeah. So if you go to secretswap.net and the that will be the landing page, you can scroll down. I'll show some stuff. I think we're uh, prices are down right now. So we're just under like $40 million of liquidity. It's been as high as like 130, but it varies a lot with the price of secret. And in general, they want a better user experience. People are used to osmosis and we don't offer that ease of access yet. Yeah. But um, yes, I like that because osmosis is very easy to use. Yes. Absolutely the best decks I've used. Well, absolutely. And it's always going to be more difficult to use secret network. So when you use Ethereum, you could just import tokens wherever, and it's not very difficult because everybody can see all the tokens that anybody has. Whereas on secret network, you actually have to program in the ability for you to see your own tokens. That's what we call viewing keys. Mm -hmm. And right now you have to make a new viewing key for every single token, for every single liquidity pool, for every earn contract, then the ability to see inside the earn contract like your Kepler wallet, the wallet most of us use as an extension in the Cosmos ecosystem, you have to scroll down and you just see tons and tons of tokens. And then if one of them is not querying properly, you have to remake it. And it's just really, really frustrating. We also have very significant hardware requirements because we're using specialized trusted enclaves. We have a partnership with Intel, but we're using an older version until we have a network upgrade in a couple months. So um, we've had some scaling issues with the shade airdrop. All of it to say it's not an easy user experience right now. And that's reflected in the valuation it's going to be better. It's going to be easier. One of our um, lead contract developers on Secret Swap figured out a way to make a viewing key manager. Whereas instead of having to make permits, which are the kind of viewing key alternative we've set up, where one of them will let you kind of see inside the wallet, those are extremely slow and extremely gas um, expensive, which is one of the reasons why the shade airdrop bogged down the entire network. The viewing keys are way easier and simpler, but you usually have to make so many of them. But we figured out a way where you can have all of these contracts we have to rewrite them, but all of these contracts query one viewing key. And then you could just make one viewing key for all of your secret swap interactions. It will make it so oh, much easier. Oh, so wow. much easier. Do you know that 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 in what you're saying, there's a risk and there's an opportunity. So the, the opportunity is being in on the ground floor. Like, don't I wish I'd got Bitcoin many, many years ago? And then I remember how clunky some of the early exchanges, oh, yeah. like Cripsy and BTCE when I was using mm-hmm. them. Like, oh, my God, right? Uh, but but there was a risk with them because BTC and Cripsy both disappeared. Mm-hmm. But with, you know, secret swap, fingers crossed, nothing's going to happen to that. But get in early and then watch the growth. 
everybody want uh, wishes they got Bitcoin earlier, but they didn't know how. They didn't know what it was, and they didn't know how. People don't know what secret is, and it's not very easy to get. Most of the things in the cosmos, you could buy the Atom token on Coinbase, but other than that, you have to really know what you're doing to get all of these other tokens. It's eventually going to be a lot easier, but the reward is figuring it out, figuring out what's going to explode in the future, and figuring out how to get involved before it does. You yep. want to be early, and that's yep. where we are. Well, let me just say something about that because people can use my crypto.com card. Nice. I have an affiliate link, right? Nice. And if they put it, if they put in a, if they buy a certain amount of CRO to stake, they get twenty five. Depending upon which card they get, they get twenty five dollars bonus. I get to, in Crow, I get twenty five dollars in Crow. That helps me out. But you got Luna, you got US, UST, you got Atom and CRO that are very very liquid. You can get them on crypto.com. You can get them on Binance and Coinbase and lots of the other major exchanges, and then send it to Osmo. <laughs> or secret swap and then convert it to whatever you want secret or osmosis or whatever so in that way i think those four as gateway uh cryptocurrencies for this ecosystem atom luna ust and cro are very very liquid and they we plan on using ust as the default um dollar for our next iteration okay so okay so that'll be sust secret ust which will make it even more um much much easier to get into okay is there anything else you want to let us know that you got coming down the line with secret swap or anything else we haven't covered uh some of the things that make it novel um it's governance so a lot of people have DAOs, which decentralized autonomous organizations with governance modules but since ours was the first one really properly built out on secret network we're actually the first private on-chain governance so provably accurate voting completely private you cannot tell how people voted um but you know the results are accurate <laughs> something i'm trying to sell to the u.s government where we have people that don't trust the elections or spent billions and billions of dollars trying to make it valid and like uh the usps actually has um several patents on creating voting systems on the blockchain but they don't want to do it because of the transparency like people don't they want their votes to be private you can see the disparity yeah. between the polls and the actual voting and we we actually we have it built out <laughs> we have provable blockchain voting that maintains privacy which is dope um we've got a bunch of applications coming out lottery price predictor model uh, we came out with revealed network which is like private nfts that um, just a lot of cool novel games that leverage web3 in new ways that don't necessarily need privacy but every application that's building out will be more sustainable with privacy as we are kind of outpacing regulation currently right 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 okay okay so tell us something something some of those applications that you mentioned okay so revealed.network right now is an nft game that i helped design and you mint so you use the cfi token the governance token of secret swap and for a thousand cfi you can mint a revealed network ticket and 100 percent of that cfi goes to a basket for the jackpot and so once a bunch of nfts are minted there's a jackpot that's so many um, that's exactly 100% of the CFI that came in. And then over a week long period, and we're working on changing up the dates, we might have like special one day events, but over some duration of time, these NFTs are shown to be losing tickets. And as they keep being shown to be losers, the expected value of the remaining tickets goes up. And since they're NFTs, you could liquidly sell them or buy them at any time. So if they'll start at a thousand, once 20% of them are gone, now they're all worth 1250 CFI. And you can sell them at 1200 CFI and you claim your 20% gains and uh, some you can be gaming the system by um, by purchasing them in secondary markets for lower than the expected value is. But it's it's kind of a neat way. We've done a ton of it on testnet and a couple of rounds of it mainnet. And it's just a super neat and unique way, kind of like deal or no deal. Mm -hmm. 
but where the value just keeps going up until poof, oh, the next reveal happened, my ticket lost, darn, need to get back in. That's just something that's never been built anywhere, and it's dope. So okay. I'm tired of NFTs just being art. Yeah, yeah, we want them to be games and having, a, I suppose, like a, a compelling quality to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's one. And then the price predictor. Yeah, so that's actually pretty similar to what currently exists on PancakeSwap. Mm -hmm. so they're doing it every five minutes but on the price i think we're going to do it for a slightly longer time duration but basically you can gamble on if the price of secret is going to go up or down in the next allotted amount of time and you take the other side of the bet and yeah whoever wins or loses it's kind of a tug of war game okay and there was another one you mentioned uh the cfi lottery so that's going to be interesting as now there's a proposal up so our private governance is actually super active uh, you can check the governance tab on app.secretswap.net and right now they're working on depleting the vanilla staking pool, as they call it, stake CFI to earn CFI, because we came out with an infinity pool where you stake CFI to earn CFI and other assets. Right now it's just alter, but we're going to have some more assets being listed soon that will contribute to the infinity pool. Um, and yeah, what the lottery was going to do is kind of, yeah, it keeps going up, but it was going to stake the reward pools in a vanilla staking contract so that the rewards keep getting higher and higher, um, even if people aren't playing it. But other than that, it's now that that's out of the question, we'll figure out a way to properly incentivize it. But it's it's kind of a cool lottery system. You get a, a six digit number and however many numbers in a row from the start you match, you get that prize and down. And so we have a one in a million chance of hitting that full jackpot. And we're starting out with a million C fine liquidity. So. OK, and wh when is that launching? So it's been built out since September. We've had some infrastructure issues that we're working on resolving. And so we were ready to launch it later this month. Finally, again. But now that CFI staking pool is um, possibly going to be depleted. So we have to see how governance is going to handle that and figure out a way to adjust. But very soon. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Is there anything else you want to let us know, Eric? Um, there are going to be some really cool things for the next iteration of Secret Swap. Stay tuned. Follow us um, at secret underscore swap on Twitter and keep, it, keep in touch for the announcements. There's a reason Guy Ziskin, founder and CEO of Secret Labs, was tweeting about how they're excited about what's in store for Secret Swap. We're doing some cool stuff. Very cool. Well, I'll have the links in the description below. So the Twitter and the Telegram group, and also do check out the website and try it out. You know, thank you so much for taking the time out to go through this with me. And if anybody's watching, if you have any comments or questions, give me a ticker symbol of your favorite secret swap asset. And um, between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Secret Eric signing out. All the best. Bye-bye. <laughs>